No, I just realized I was going to do Richard Nixon. That's <laughs> 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 a racist moment. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know where I was going with it. No, we're not going to do that. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I am Zach Jackson, joined by Mr. James Wood. Howdy, gamers. Adam Ryan. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Welcome back. How are we all? It is cold, apparently, according to Adam. It is. I've got and James. I've got a jumper and a beanie on and I slippers. Can you can't. You you boys can't see them, but trust me, slippers are on. What kind of slippers do you wear, mate? Give us a look. I've got, hold on. Ugh. I went, I had moccasins, but I wore the shit out of them. So now I've got like granddad slip-ons. No, I they? genuinely expect to see moccasins. Yeah. If you I wear, could find another pair of like. Um, feet. Oh, preferably. Do you wear, so- do you wear socks with your, your slippers? Yeah, I do. Good man. Generally, you don't, do. you don't want to get yeah, sweat for it. Absolutely yeah. not. You can't have that. Can I, okay. Can I share something with you? Go for it, I just, mate. I was just thinking. I was just thinking about like the other day, right? And I was okay. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just gonna Google something." But I went, you know, I went incognito because I don't, I don't want Google to know. You know, throw th- throw me this stuff yep. in the future. That, but that'll I was protect like, you. I was like, <laughs> "Do people do people have a fetish for stinky feet?" Because I'm like, "Fuck, they stink!" Like that is. I fucked feel up. like I feel like if you start your sentence with "Do people have a fetish for?" You can assume I the know, answer I is know. yes. But I want to see like how like you wanted to see the stinky feet. <laughs> It goes deep. Of pe- yeah. yeah, mate. They're talking about people talk- being like when they're extra cheesy. I'm like, Whoa, what <laughs> the fuck? like natural, the natural foot odor of a woman. And I'm like, bro, you just. You know, you go a real vintage when I got that kind of Parmesan tone to it. Oh, oh. it. <laughs> so it was on like, um, it was Quora. So I'm like, I don't know if this is even fake. Like, no, I mean, like Reddit, you definitely get some honest answers, but um, no, it, it's out there. There's a, there's a community. There's a, uh, uh, a mechanism to it, you know. Anyone here uh, want to have something they want to? No, but I have profited off of it. Well, there you go. That's a story for another time, you know. <laughs> it is. That's that's DLC's DLC, mate. <laughs> yeah, my, my world hasn't really collided with the world of foot fetishes, so it's it's an anomaly to me. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. yucking anyone's yum. This is not the direction yum, I saw. Yum. The first, let me just yeah, check minutes three in. minutes of this going. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um, Australia's cheesiest yeah, right. podcast. That's it. Uh, where are your granddad feet from, Mr. Ryan? They, I think those are Uniqlo ones just because my oh. others died and I needed to to get some some yeah, replacements. Like, fucking $4 Kmart jobbies. No, nah, yeah, these were like... Same. These were like twenty bucks. My my moccasins, I think, were from Peter Alexander on like super fucking sale, but they oh, were man. really good. But I wore the shit out of them; like they were falling apart. They needed to yeah. go. Yeah, I had UGG boots, like little like little ones, not the full blown knee high. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Me, fuck me, UGG boots, but the little ones. Um, I had them for like <laughs> the, the what? Like eight years. They were fucking so good. It, What's that? He didn't have those fuck me UGG boots. He had the little UGG boots. Is it? it Mm. Okay. 
Well, look, you've given me something to look up now. He's Tasmanian, let it be known, where in certain circles that is a sexy thing. No, okay, yeah. Come on, babe, chuck your Ugg boots on, let's go to Kmart, it's 1am. It's that's uh, definitely. Oh, I fucking I've, love a one AM Kmart run. Are you kidding me? That sounds so romantic. <laughs> with, with the Ugg boots and all, it is it is a very uniquely Tasmanian thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is in in um yeah. like gym tights though. Does no one else know what hound does James not know what Ugg boots? Why hound? I'm confused. What do you? I know what Ugg boots are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking would probably. I've got no idea where I was going to go with that. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Warmer and warmer, but and still so cold. Australia or something, but. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. Cherry Dr. Pepper. Okay, Let's not skip over that. Drink of the gods. Good man. I know, right? No, I remember it's his nectar mixer. He that's, yeah. Mix that in with the, what is the Shivers or the, no. Uh, no, it's more rum. Uh, Dr. Pepper's more of a rum thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on from feet and Ugg boots and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> mm. um, what if? No. Uh, let's talk video games, eh? Fucking I am what excited to talk to you lads tonight because I've got lots to share. I've got hot takes. I've got little takes. Fuck me takes. That's it. That's it, mate. Um, Adam, so you can go first. Yes, um, I've played a couple of things. I've played a bit more of Resi 4. Game is a fucking mint. I, I now understand why uh, <laughs> you boys were so quick to dismiss the dog dying at the, the start of the game. I was I was very upset by your reactions last week, but it's all Please. it's all it's all clear now. I understand. Um, out for the for the dog. Yeah, rip. Pour pour Dr Pepper out. Um, That's it. Outside of that, I've played some Chivalry 2 because that's the, the free <gasps> game this month on PS Plus. Yes, game fucking slaps. It's so dumb it and does. it's so much fun. It's, uh, yeah, having an absolute blast. I'm exactly. shit at it, like violently shit at it, but enjoy yeah. it all the same. Violently shit at it. Do you it? play violently first person shit. or third person? <laughs> I, like to, I like to mix it up, you know. I like to do a bit of this, a bit of that. Primarily third question person. Is, do you like to play it on hard or easy mode? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Primarily third person though, because I like to actually understand like my mm. proximity to other people, other than just getting my head lopped off from behind. Yeah, that's been pretty much aside from content that we'll jump into shortly. That's pretty much been my week. Cool. Excuse me, sorry, that was bad timing. James, what have um? Yeah, mate. What have you been playing? Um, you have no content on the go, so you're a you're a free man. I, don't yeah it's it's a it's been nice to have a bit of a break it's been a busy few months um no i've been dabbling in a bit so obviously some chivalry too i think the first three hours i was convinced i hated that game but i had mates who were playing it with me so like it was like hey just keep trying keep trying and then it clicked and now i can't stop playing it so you know i get it i'm a third person guy myself like my big uh berserker war axe just swing in a circle and hope for the best <laughs> uh it's great having a great time with it um, I did about an hour of humanity, that new, um, oh, PlayStation, yeah. uh, dog led platformer thing. A lot of is fun. Really? Mm, yes. Yeah. You can okay. grab that for, for free, quote unquote mm. this month. Um, cool. pretty good so far, but again, I'm very early hours into it. So it's hard to say much more than that. And I finally broke my, uh, tears of the kingdom apathy. I, I pushed through and I played, I think I've done about six hours total now, still very much in the opening area of the game, but I feel I have a rhythm with it now. I understand it, its cadence, its vibes, uh, and I think it's just sensational, of course. 
Cool. Nathan, mm. what, do got, what do you got for us? Mm. Well, so not, a whole, not a whole lot. Uh, I haven't sort of passed that point that James has hit with Tears of the Kingdom. I'm still, well, actually, I haven't touched it in a week. Pretty content heavy at the moment. Uh, I've played Chivalry 2, like these fellas here. Haven't played much of it, but I did play a fair bit of the first one, so it kind of just felt like, you know, slipping into old shoes. It was pretty easy to get the hang of. Still very impressed by how sort of mechanically dense it is in an intuitive way, just sort of uh, t- timing of parries and all the things like that and being directional. It's uh, it's really great to sort of uh, dig into, but it's also a pretty hilarious game as well in action. Yeah, It's very chaotic. Uh, but but that's really that's been my week. It's it's mostly content. I'll have a lot more to discuss next week. Just having a quick look at what it is because you've all been playing it. I've I mean I've heard of uh, it. Zach, you should absolutely jump in and play with it, us. It's a it good bloke game. It's so dumb. It's, it's wonderfully a dumb. You say good bloke game? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. For sure. Hard for agree. For sure. Blow game. Yeah. Um, a question for you two boys: the the tears of the kingdom thing. Yeah. Should you have to do six hours of homework for a game to start being good? That's not like an up. Like I understand that JRPGs and shit have like, that's a common thread of, Oh, it doesn't get good mm-hmm. until hour 10, but for an open world action game, is that an acceptable thing? You go first, James. The, the six hours for me, tears of the kingdom is basically, um, it's exceptionally good from the jump, right? Like from mm-hmm. the first hour, you've already seen some very cool things, right? <clears throat> the problem with that game is that it is, it's just staggeringly big um, and, and not just in terms of density of the map, like mechanically it is very dense. Um, and so it's less of a waiting for it to get good so much as warming your brain up to the concept of inhabiting that space. Um, and there's a few different things that go into that. Like the switch controller is something I don't ever use. And so for me, that first hour was even frustrating to try to find the right buttons to use. Right. Um, it's all those little things that just add to a bit of a sense of like, when am I going to find my rhythm with this? Um, Mm. but like it's very, very good. It's just, it's a lot, it's a lot of game very quickly. Um, And yeah, so it, it can be a bit like paralyzing. Yeah, but basically everything James said. Cool. That, yeah. That's very much the experience to a T. Yeah, sweet. It was, definitely wasn't a leading question because I'm not trying to, to you know, I harp on anyone's. I, I think it's great that because that game doesn't interest me in the slightest, but it makes me incredibly happy to see so many other people happy with it. Like just seeing positivity in the gaming sphere, like genuine mm. positivity is such a, yeah. Like a, breath like of a fresh water air. cooler game, you know? Yeah, it's, very it's been much. so long since we've had one of those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry to, to steal away from you though, Zach. What have you been playing this week, mate? So I started my pledges finally. I got two games Ooh. to review Ooh. and I'm playing something else and I was like, I need a little bit of a palate cleanser, just something to relax. Uh, so I started playing the Excavation of Hobbs Barrow and it's fucking rad. Mm. Uh, it That's is from last very, year, wasn't it? Yeah, very, very, very good. Um, this is one that got very high reviews. Um, I think it's like, is it in the 80s on Metacritic, I think? I think uh, so. But a lot of sites were giving it, uh, you know, big juicy juicy 10s. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably only about 45 minutes in. Yeah, it's on 83%. Oh, that's Switch. Uh, well, yeah, PCs, 80%. Uh yeah, so I'm about 45 minutes in. Very keen to get back into it. Um, 
Oh, it's a great publisher. Uh, I, I never know budget. how to pronounce it. Yeah. Wadget Eye? Budget. Yeah. Wadget yeah. Eye, yeah. Uh, yeah, so game, yeah. I was um, I was very, very, very keen to review it, but it's one of those games that kind of had a date, but it didn't stick in my mind. Mm. And then all of a sudden on the big uh, Twitter and reviews dropped. So uh, add it to the pledge list. Catches up no, on you. Cool. Cool, uh, cool little game. It's like a pixel art kind of thing. Uh, you're in this sort of town called Bewley, and you're like a antiquities. Uh, you, uh, you like a like an archaeologist kind of thing. So you you kind mm. of digging up uh, antiquities from graves and stuff like that, or from barrows. And yeah, you, you get called to this town to to uh, excavate this barrow, and then the guy that you're meant to meet in the town basically doesn't show up and that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm at like the next day. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I've also been playing and I'm very, very, very much enjoying a lot. I really like this game. The Clister Protocol. Uh, I can't tell if you're trying to pull out the or not. I am being genuinely serious. Why do you um, like the Callisto Protocol, Zach? I just really <laughs> like it. I think it's just a tight fucking action linear game. And I am really, I thought, I think mm-hmm. the combat's mm-hmm. fucking heaps of fun. Now, I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> have Have there been any changes to it since? Any what? Like any updates or changes to the there, game? Well, there has been, some, there yeah, has been yeah, some quality of life yeah, improvements. Yeah, that I, I mean, down I, on I, animations and shit. Yeah, yeah, I did read that they have... Um, yeah, they tweaked the dodging maybe or something like that. I think I read that a while back, but I'm yeah. loving it. I think it's super satisfying. Yeah, I Anna and I are playing that through together, and she's like, and she goes, you know, whenever we play a game, she asks the usual questions. This is AAA. <laughs> what what reviews did it get? Uh, and I said it kind of got mixed reviews. She's like, okay, so why are we playing it? <laughs> she's such an elitist. Oh my lord. <laughs> Uh, but she really likes it. Uh, she, she's like, I can't understand why this game got bad reviews. Mate, she should listen to the podcast then. She'd have a great time. Um, well, did How anyone see? Actually, you? I am. I haven't played for a couple of nights, so I'm trying to remember exactly where I'm up to. Uh, three, three hours in, maybe chapter. Okay. Uh, don't think it's actually no, it's not chapters. Um, I've just. Uh, I can't remember. He's done a thing after the other at thing. The, I'm at the... Yeah, yeah, cool. I've just got the the train station, tram station. The guy okay. the, the guy met you at the, at the tram station. Yeah. I really mm. like it. Um, very much surprised myself. Uh, I didn't think I would, that I would like it. I feel like I should have it, seen this coming, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so when's the last time that you played it? So what didn't you like about it? I, I mean, because I can't really... Uh, so uh, yeah, I played it like when it launched. Basically, um, I I thought the combat was bad; just didn't feel good. Very unresponsive. Right. The dodging really? was unenjoyable. Yeah, like it's it it was an okay system in theory, but I just I found it wasn't actually fun or intuitive to play it. Yeah, um, right. And then on Have top of that, like since? that fucking writing man was no, I haven't touched it since. The writing, I kind of it is what it is. Like I'm not, you know. I, yeah, I just, I can't, it is what it is with writing. Like it just, it drives me off the wall. Like, like, I can't I'm not, ignore I'm it. I'm not having any real, I don't have any real issues with it. Like it's not like the best thing I've ever heard, but it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think. Maybe, maybe it helps what else you've been playing this week. 
decent yeah, job. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be fair, I started this before that other game. So okay, okay. Um, and I, yeah, it came off the back of Dead Space, and like I've had zero issues. Like there's been no, I don't know if there's any glitches ring with it, but like it, it looks. I think I think it looks phenomenal. Like it, it does look good. I'll, I'll give you well. that. Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm really surprised you don't like the combat. I think the combat is super. I'm loving the combat. It's fucking violent too. Like when you just bash the, yeah, oh, mate. Mm. Okay, not interesting. Guy. Like uh, uh, this is. I'm gonna paraphrase Anna's words, um, but it's like she was like, "This is like The Last of Us, but Dead Space." I mean, she <laughs> didn't say those. She didn't say those words. Um, but she kind of said those words. Well, those are words. They are yep. words. I kind of that, that is a statement to compose. Just with like the sneaking through the kind of areas and stuff. Um, and I might be back on board. Maybe I do need to give this game space. a try, mate. I before I was like, this game can go fuck itself. Yeah, we <laughs> so we, we all feel is, your thoughts. <laughs> this is sounding like Dead Space by way of Naughty Dog. Yes, please. I am enjoying it more than Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What a fun Jay, week we've had here. On James the pod. just looks like he's been hit with a cattle prod. The the surprise <laughs> on his face. Look, I haven't played the Callisto Protocol, so <laughs> I just find this all very surprising to hear. I think so. Dead Space is a problem. Not that not that there's a problem, but I think the reason why I'm liking Callisto more is that I've already played Dead Space, so yeah. I've already, you know. So mm-hmm. the remake was playing it again. And I feel like kind of towards the back end of that game, I'm kind of feel like I'm just doing the same shit over and over again. And I'm finding a fucking battery, putting the battery in the thing, da, 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 da. going through anti gravity. So, oh, this magical experience—it's really cinematic and fun to control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, well, let's you got see Callisto how he feels Josh on fucking, the tail end of Callisto. Josh, Jamal, yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah. Right now, I'm playing in little spurts, and yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time. Little spurts. He's in that romantic period. He's got the little spurts. But it is like fucking hell. It is so. I mean, I know that's it's the same dude, but fuck me, running man. This game is like copied everything from Dead Space. The stomping, oh, yeah. fucking, it's wild. It like there's got to be some. Well, clearly it's not, but some form of like IP. Like just make <laughs> up your own ideas. I mean, well, I guess he did make it up, didn't he? But mm. like, um, yeah, yeah. Good game though. I'm enjoying it. So we I'm happy we for shall. You. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. I do appreciate that. Of course. <laughs> Adam. Hello. You've been re- reviewing a game. Tell me about it. I have. This is a nice little easy one because it's a a little indie puzzle platformer called Planet of Lana, which by this point I believe you'll be able to play on Xbox Game Pass. Um, obviously you can buy it elsewhere, but that's probably where you're going to be playing it. Um, and I really fucking love this game. I think it is really magically wonderful, magically wonderful. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, so it's, it's nothing groundbreaking. Like it's a, a very pretty, it, it kind of looks like a, I, I likened it to like a storybook visual, like a kid's storybook. It kind of has that warm feel to it. Um, and you play through it as Lana, uh, a girl from a, a small fishing village where um, robots have more or less appeared out of nowhere and abducted everyone in her village, including her sister. Um, she goes on a little journey to figure out why they've come and 
abducted everyone and to, to try to rectify that. And along the way, you meet a, a little inky monster that looks like just a rotund little cat called Moi. Um, Moi is my favorite new character in anything. Um, I think he is the cutest little dude ever and you can bend down and pat him. So, you know, that's instant points right there. Um, but he's more than just kind of a, a little companion. He also helps you with puzzles and he's integral to how the game plays. So you can point at things and get him to activate um, switches and distract enemies. And yeah, he's really integral to, to how you complete the puzzles. The puzzles themselves aren't um, anything massively different. There's a lot of like weighted switches to open doors and things you need to do in sequence and taking control of the, the machines later on down the track to, to progress. Um, same with the platforming. Uh, it's nothing super different, um, but it's all mechanically very sound. It's not floaty, has a good bit of weight to it. Um, so all ticks in, in the right boxes. Uh, great pacing. It, it, I think it only goes for about three hours. You can knock it out in an afternoon. So it's a great oh. game to like make yourself a, a pot of tea, sit down on the couch and just bang it out on a lazy Sunday, which is very much what I was feeling at the time. Um, but the score is one thing that I want to really point out because it's fantastic. Uh, there's, it matches the mood so well and it does it very subtly um, it's got lots of like big orchestral, um, like a massive orchestral music that kicks in when you're going across, like it's doing a big pan of the, the landscape and there's like a horizon in the background when you're in the desert, for instance. Um, but then there's these little melancholic little melodies that are happening with, uh, moments that are tinged in sadness, or you can tell the, the, the main character Lana is feeling defeated and the music really accentuates that. And they, I think there's only one track that actually has vocals from memory. I think it's just one kind of smack bang in the middle of the game. And it kind of catches you off guard because they all talk in kind of this gibberish language. And it's the the first time you hear English is when it punctuates a, a really climactic point. Um, so yeah, I thought the the soundtrack was absolutely fantastic. Um, some of the negatives, the there's QTEs that kind of get randomly thrown in towards the end. Um, it's at like a, a high octane action sequence. So it, it makes sense in that respect, but it's, it's a little bit jarring because they just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, especially, I think there's a, I think there's not a trophy, uh, whatever they're called on, on PC and Xbox achievement that to, to get through the game without dying. And I think people will be real pissed because it's like in the like right towards the end. And if it comes out of nowhere and you die randomly, then you're going to have to replay it all over again. I don't personally care, but I'm sure people would get a bit annoyed. Um, and some of the companion stuff can get a little bit frustrating. Um, cause if you hit a button at the wrong time and don't time it correctly, then you can get just like a, an instant death and have to reload a checkpoint. So that can be a, a little bit on the painful side, but Outside of that, I think the game is really great. It's up there with like the the limbos and and uh, I'm trying to think of the other, little nightmares is the other one that I really enjoy. So it's it's a similar vibe, um, and I really think it's up there with with the the genre heavyweights in the the little indie puzzle platform. I gave an eight and a half, eight point five. Cool. So is there any kind of like standout? mechanics for you in this game or is it very much one of those sort of experiential platforms? um 
I think the experience on a whole, like with the visuals and the audio does a lot of the heavy lifting, the companion kind of mechanic is there are a few points where it's pretty creative um, and you do have to, I think the puzzles have a, gr- a good difficulty to them when it comes to the companion based stuff as well. Like there's, you do have to stop and think and kind of look at the landscape, but then you're not there scratching your head forever. Like it, I think that it strikes a good balance of creativity and difficulty because you, you stop, you think for a second and then you, it just kind of clicks. So I think they, they strike a balance really well, but yeah, the companion puzzles, like the puzzles themselves aren't, you know, super original, I suppose, but throwing a companion in there that you can control, um, yeah, it definitely helps freshen things up a little bit. So I never felt bored or felt like I had done a particular puzzle a million times. They keep it reasonably fresh. Very cool. Now I'm keen to give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, uh, I think you'd like it. When the time opens up. Cool. All right, I want to go to the shout-outs first before we jump into the next game. Uh, shout-outs to... All right, Ash's got a few. Uh, he's got one for doing a Outer Terror review, which is a I think like a pixel arty kind of thing. Um, he scored it a seven and a half and says Outer Terror is a daring and defiant ode to the beauty of retro horror, delivering an arcade experience that is familiar but unique enough to keep you digging further. Uh, Ash game looks does look pretty cool. Uh, this is on PC. And I want to say it's on something else, but I can't remember. Uh, maybe it's not. So thank you for that, Mr. Whaling. Uh, so tonight, these aren't live, so these are purely just based on the draft. So we'll just go off that. Any typos, whatever, man. Uh, Dylan has reviewed after us. And he gives it a seven or maybe a six and a half. We haven't quite settled on the score just yet, but he says, okay. I'm... Re- I'm re- <clears throat> He says unreliable performance and some under underdeveloped mechanics do hurt do hurt the impact and atmosphere of After Us, but it's interesting post apocalyptic world and a satisfying movement still make for a worthy adventure. So that's that one. You can read that review. That that'll be up now. And hot into the inbox is Ash Whaling's draft for. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 bolt gun, which he has given a 7.5. He says, uh, bolt gun successfully captures the dark and expansive lore of the Warhammer universe, immersing the player in a grim and war-torn future that will appeal to both fans of the franchise and first-person shooter enthusiasts. Uh, So, yeah. He, um... That's the, yeah, the Warhammer first-person shooter game from Arok, is I think you say say that? Arok Digital and Focus Entertainment. Yeah, that was a cool-looking little uh, boomer shooter rendition of the Warhammer 40K franchise. Mm. It looked really neat based on the trailers. Uh, Yeah, still worth a look by the sounds of it. I think that is it. There's there's, um, Death or Treat from Mark as well. Is that even live? Yep. Oh, it's right here. I missed it. Sorry. Uh, so Mark also did the review for Death or Treat. That's probably in the docos, and I probably should look at that. Uh, he gave that a six and a half. Mm. Mm. 
There are more polished quality roguelikes, roguelites out there that will engage you for a longer period than death or treat, but that says less about its own achievements and more about the incredibly high bar set by its predecessors. Uh, so thank you for that one, Mr. Mark, Mr. Isaacson. Cool. That is the shout-outs. Is it time for the main event? Main event. Oh, boy. I'm warmed up for this one. Fuck That's what I've been me. waiting for. I have been reviewing Lord of the Rings Gollum, and it is bad. It is bad. <laughs> yeah, don't bury the it, lead. It fucking sucks. Um, speaking of, do you reckon... No, weird question. Park that. Um, <laughs> uh so this game is something hey this game is certainly something so this is the lord of the rings golem game from daedalic entertainment i think they're the developers and it's published by nacon no fuck should know this eh? probably published oh i just searched the fucking company that's a bit stupid uh lord of the rings golem is published by nacon uh nacon and they they Dalek. so one of them so maybe yeah, it's good. whatever i reckon uh, so it's, it's, it's a bit of both because data like themselves are primarily a publisher mm. so they'd already yeah. have a logistics network so yeah i think the nacon maybe might be handling the physicals or the consoles or whatever anyway yeah, yeah i reckon yeah. they're both involved so, yeah, this is the game where you play as our good friend Gollum, uh, who you would know from Lord of the Rings. This is a third-person adventure puzzle platformer. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know what the story is. So I'm going to read the the blurb here from, from Steam. So you play as Gollum on his quest to retrieve his precious. You'll need to climb the mountains, quite fucking literally, of Mordor, sneak around Mirkwood and make difficult choices. Mm, yeah, right. Uh, who will gain the upper hand? Uh, sorry, who will gain the upper hand? The cunning golem or the innocent Smeagol? So the reason why I say I don't really know what the story is because I don't really know what the story is, right? So you kind of, uh, when you, the, the game kind of starts and you're uh, essentially telling the story of, I be, like, this is what I believe, is how you kind of find, you, how you kind of got the ring and this is your journey to, retrieve the ring like that's like that part was pretty clear but i don't really know in what kind of yeah like aside from that like you're going to retrieve the ring but that's that's pretty much it right that's as far as i think the story kind of goes so in but you're playing but you're sorry it's like a retelling of events for some part of it and then after the retelling of certain events it's the present day or whatever the current is in that timeline not not the present fucking day but like <laughs> so basically you start the game and i can't remember the fucking start of it but it's that bad but uh essentially you get you're in a chamber with uh who's the big fucking wizard man Gandalf. gandalf uh, you're with big gandalf and he looks fucking funny doesn't he like if you picture him from the movies and you go yeah they kind of make it work no he looks nothing like it um, but, uh, yeah, so he, and then, so you've been, you're then telling the story of how Smeagol or how Gollum was captured by the orcs and how he escaped from the orcs and stuff like that. Right. That's what you kind of play through. And then when that, 
sequence finishes in the game, you kind of go to the current timeline of the game and then you play on from there. Um, so I don't, don't kind of know what's next because I'm still at that part. But I've probably played like 10 hours. This game is a fucking slog. This is a slow slog dog shit game. Like fucking <laughs> hell, man. Like this game is, it's just this, it's just, it's bad design. It's dated design. It's bad design. It's, I actually don't mind the writing. So I'm, I'm not, yeah, James's favorite thing. I don't, I don't mind the writing and the voice acting for Gollum and Smeagol is actually pretty, I think they've done a pretty good job. I think they, I think mm-hmm. they nail that tone and vibe and you know what they were going for there i think that's done pretty well everything else about this game kind of blows chunks um the yeah so this adam you've played it what's the fucking what what's the start so the start yeah so the start is you're you're more or less being interrogated by gandalf because he thinks yes yeah so he thinks you've you've given up bilbo's location um that's it Okay. But yeah, yeah, right it, it's yeah, very much telling kind of what Gollum was up to before he ran into Frodo and the gang in Fellowship. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then after, yes, the, right, like right at the start, you're kind of going through these mountains, bordering on like Mordor kind of thing, and then you, you're like chasing this bug, and then you kind of get you get captured by the orcs, and then you spend hours, fucking hours upon hours, in the prison of Mordor. And it is so boring. It is so I'm up to chapter seven now. I've been doing chapter seven for maybe a night and a half. Um and it just drags on and on and on. So you you'll you'll have to do things like how much did you play? Adam, did you get into the prison? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the prison. Did you do the so but so you'll wake up. You know, morning will you know, the morning bell will sound, you'll wake up, you'll go down and then you'll get today's chore and today's chore might be going to capture the dog tags or whatever they, whatever that they are. They're not dog tags, but like capture the tags from the dead bodies that are in the mine or wherever they are. And then you go, you got to go find climb, you know, go climb all this. It's, it's basically Assassin's Creed uncharted climbing. That's like what they've kind of going, gone for. You have to climb, find the tags, go back to the, uh, the mine keeper, whatever the person is. Uh, and then you go back to your cell, a little bit of a chinwag, uh, night falls, wake up, bell goes off, and then you go got to go do something else. Did you get to the companion stuff? Yep. Holy fu- fucking God, that is trash. So, um, yeah, so basically right at the start, you have to then do this thing where you got to uh, lure these beasts, these like cattle-like things into traps basically, right? So you do that, like so that that's one of your daily chores, and then another day, you get a you get another. Um, I think it's like years. I think years years have passed. I think is when mm-hmm. it comes up. So like years have passed, uh, and you're fucking chapter five now, chapter six. Who knows? And you're still in this fucking prison. This this game's a fucking prison. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> anyway, um, um, I got a fucking life sentence at the moment, but um, yeah. So then you get another guest or not a guest what's the fucking word prisoner and then you have to show him how to lure these beasts into these traps right but this game has this companion mode thing which is like you have to push the up button and then there's like hot points across 
the area and that you got to send your the character to these points, right? But you have to try and essentially not die. Like you can't not die. So you have to like time it exactly perfect on where you're running to when you, to when then you then run back. And then these idiot buddy cattle just run into the thing, trap them, whatever. But it's 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 bad. It is a very bad design. It's poorly implemented. And it's not fun. This game is not fun. There's nothing about this game that is fun. It is just constant climbing, constant fucking fetch questing almost. You know, go get these dog tags. Go get this thing. Go light these things in the tunnels. It's just climb, climb, climb. Oh, I hate this game. It's um, really... Combat. It's, there is no combat. There is no combat. Oh, no, well, oh. there is. You can kind of There's not throttle. really. You can, like, stealth kill some enemies. But it's, like, so... Again, it's so poorly... It's so... Badly, you know when a game like let's use Callisto Protocol as an example. You go up behind him, you push. Hey, it says push triangle to shiv him or whatever it oh, is. Oh, don't right? tell me they red fall it. <laughs> so you push the triangle, you kill the enemy. In Golem, no, no, no. It says you know triangle to throttle. You push triangle, but you then have to push triangle again. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. So then you push it again, and then eventually it'll it'll activate, and then it'll choke these people but if you're too slow game over like like, um. like you, you're like you'll miss the window for throttling uh and then who knows <laughs> you might even get stuck in a death loop if you're lucky uh so, so you know the these death loops the the sorry zach you no the, please, I'm, disc, talk, dis, discord went and screwed <laughs> me there um you know those uh the forced stealth segments in action games that no one likes where it's it's like if you, if you get discovered, it's an instant fail state and you have to redo the mission. We're all aware of those, yeah? That's big, the entire game. Bar. That's that's oh. literally the whole game. I was... um. That's repulsive. Yeah. I was chatting to <laughs> Zach about it last night because I Key and I sat down and Key being... She's a, a big Lord of the Rings fan. She was like, saw the initial trailer for this and was semi-intrigued. So we sat down to play it and partway through she was like, this game looks like a it looks like a ps3 game like visually it's it's muddy none of a lot of the textures don't pop in correctly like it it is rough around the edges and then we kept playing and the first proper like objective i suppose you get is follow behind this orc but don't get too close he might hear you and the next one is um like heard that yeah heard these beasts into this into this paddock thing and she was like okay so it looks like a ps3 game but it's giving you step-by-step objectives like a ps2 game so it's (laughs) in some ways two generations behind in others it's at least three generations behind like it is it is so rough and it's not just rough it's it's rough in pretty much every sense and i i know mm. zach came you came to its defense somewhat saying you know oh, it is a budget title and i appreciate that but a when you use the lord of the rings license i think it comes with a certain expectation um of of some degree of quality um and also just because it's a budget title doesn't mean you can't get creative with that budget like I there meant, is. I meant the visuals though. Like, like when I was talking about, yeah. it, I was talking about the visuals though. Yeah, like there's there's a world where you could get creative with with how you execute this game if if you have to. Um, and like there's there's a 
a morality system, a kind of morality system where he kind of like talks to himself and you have to pick whether you want to be, yeah, yeah, Smeagol or Gollum. That's binary. That is like, do you want Paragon or Renegade? It's blue or red. That's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah. Um, So one of the very, so the first time you encounter this is when you catch this, or when you have this beetle kind of thing, I think at the start and you have the option of either, no, or, or is it a bird? Anyway, That's it's a, beetle. a beetle or a bird. It is a beetle. Um, then you have the option of either killing the bird or letting the bird go. Uh, beetle go. Sorry. Um, and then so you 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 make your choice, but then you have to win the argument against yourself. And then it, so you, the game will normally, I think it gives you like one or two auto, like like he'll talk to himself and he'll convince himself for like a couple of things. So you got like five, best of five kind of thing, right? Then it'll pop up and be like, why do you think we should save the beetle? And then you'll get like three answers and I don't think it matters which, whatever you choose. So you, I was just like, the beetle hasn't hurt us or whatever it was, right? And then he goes, cool, yep. And then it's like, Smeagol wins the argument. It's like, it's such a nothing um, system. It's wasted, pointless, yeah, unnecessary. I think more than anything, the thing that irritates me is they fundamentally misunderstand the character and why he is intriguing. Like the whole idea of Gollum is that he obsessed over this ring and kind of stewed with himself over decades in a cave. That's the the story that, that Tolkien wrote about was that he was just so obsessed with this ring that he just, all he did was just sit and look at it. We don't need to fucking see that, let alone play through it. Like, the, you don't need to expand on that. You don't need to make it playable. It is it is a fundamentally unfun thing to witness, let alone have to control. And I just, this game does not need to exist at all. And it is it is just not good. It is a very weird game. Like, when um, they announced it, I'm not, I'm not huge on Lord of the Rings, but like I've, 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 I've never read the books, right? Um, but I do like the films. Like I'm, I'm, I've seen the films a couple of times. That's good enough. Hmm? Yeah, it's one, it's one of those things. Just to quickly sidestep, like if if I read, like so, I know this is not the best example, but the Harry Potter, you know, thing for example, I don't really like the films just because I prefer the books kind of thing. So here I watched the films first, so I didn't want to go back and read the books, and then thought I just, you know, the films were good enough for me. So, um, but yeah, you're right. This is just, it's like, what's, why does this game even exist? It's it just shouldn't. Just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I, like when you actually get out, so I'm currently at, what's the L thing, Rivendale? Yep. Or Mirkwood or whatever. Mirkwood like, would be where be. you're at, yeah. Yeah. Um, it actually looks, that looks quite nice. Like the that's got some some colour, uh, but it, 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 it's way too long. This game is way too long spent doing boring shit, climbing, just so much climbing. Like I said in my Uncharted 4 review, I think one of the negatives I gave it was just too much climbing. Here there's, well, that's all you do. Yeah. Climb. And you, because so the, your puzzles are your environmental puzzles where you've got to basically reach a certain point of the environment and you've got to climb your way there. You've got to figure out how, you, how you're going to climb there kind of thing. Um, yeah. Fuck but you really don't want to. So is this just no. like fundamentally irredeemable? Yes. I think I'm sitting on a four. That's higher than high on life. 
I just I I really like I really yeah, really like welcome. what they've done with with Gollum the character in terms of his voice and like the stuff. I think like the way they've written him and just feels very much like from the movies and stuff and just you know that little mm. I don't know, don't call it banter but like the little banter between himself you know between Smeagol and Gollum is like it's done very well and you know there's things yeah I, th- I think they've done quite quite well with that like I am generally I enjoy that part of it but playing it is just not it's just not enjoyable and um, it, I mean it is a it is a game though right yes. like if the playing is like just proper bad then it's just not, it's just not fun I don't think it's it's not bad but it's just not fun mm. I know that's kind of like well it's the same kind of thing isn't it but like I think there are people no, here I, that, I, will, I that, that will like this I'm not having fun climbing fucking everywhere it's too long if this was half the time like I'm probably mm. 10 hours and I feel like I'm halfway through it like they I think the guy quoted like 20 hours um, fuck that I just I don't I, I don't know, get right. it well mate it's like fucking Lord of the Rings everything's fucking longer than it should be isn't it um, but I just I, th- I think if I, I genuinely don't know who this is for. Like, if I didn't enjoy it, I'd think... Someone with a golden fetish. Well, I'd think maybe Key, for instance. <laughs> she... she enjo- The only kind of game she really enjoys, uh, like the, you know, Spyro, Crash, those kind of collectathon platformers. So I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe she would get some sort of enjoyment out of this, being that she likes those kind of games and she's a massive Lord of the Rings fan. And she fucking hated it. So I just don't... I genuinely don't know who this is, this is for. Hundred bucks too, by the way. It's it's EB. that's that's I've, an, I've it's an it insult. I've, I thought it was Jaxie cheap than that. To be honest. Yeah. No. Nah. Um. Yeah. Let's see what it is on um. JB. Working seventy nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Fucking hell. No. Nah. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So just quickly uh go back to some quick little things so yeah there's like the death loop thing so when you um every now and again you'll hit a checkpoint and if you die at the wrong moment it'll basically just start this re you know this constant death loop of checkpoint like you what you i think i sent you the video was it yeah yeah did i send you the video yeah so it's basically just you load in and you're already dead kind of thing so you have to go and restart the level I've had that a couple of times now. Um, thankfully, both my times weren't overly too far from where I was. So it was only like I only probably lost five, ten minutes of, of um, game. But if you were towards the back end of – and I actually feel like the checkpoint system is pretty generous. So that's quite – it's quite good because you will die a lot because you're aiming for your jumping and your whatnot or you – and there's just certain parts about this game that are like – there's a there, there's a puzzle in this game. Did you get probably didn't get to the water puzzle? Oh, did no. you get to the water puzzle? We had no. to. Yeah, that's where I know someone gave up playing the game. So this puzzle <laughs> gives you no like indication on what to on how to like you know how to solve it, but there's a there's a secondary to actually finish the puzzle. You need to do something else to finish it right. And the game gives you no fucking indication on what on like what to do here. I just kind of tried it because I was like, it makes sense to try this, I guess. But there's, but you can't interact with this. Essentially, you've got to put an object into another object, but you can't even interact with this this object. I just swam, pushing this object forward. Um, 
yeah, this game sucks. I think I'm going to give it a four, I think. But like ten, like I know that a lot of people I've, I've heard about have had lots of technical problems with this game and I gave Adam the heads up. I, I've had zero crashes. So this is, this is like nothing, right? Like I've, there's technically I've had no issues with this game. Um, you yes, haven't had, had, you know, you've had no issues. Not like technically, no. My game probably had two textures for the full first, for the, for the <laughs> opening like minute and a half. I have not had any, I've heard, I've read some things where there's been complete like environments just missing. And then when you walk over through, you just walk into the void, basically. I've had no issues at all. Um, yeah. What's the score subheader for a four? Bummer. Mm. I don't know right, if that's, I don't know if that's harsh enough. Honestly, this game is woeful. Yeah, I mean, let let me let me finish it. Maybe <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how I go tomorrow. Godspeed, mate. Godspeed. If I can ever finish fucking chapter seven, oh my god, this game is so long. Stop. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Lord of the Rings gone. Get around it. Yeah, miss me with that shit. The punishment game next year, I say. Yes, that's <laughs> a that's a great idea. That brings me to a quick side side note. Uh, punishment game. Yeah, I installed Balan Wonderworld because it's like it's supposed to be on the PlayStation Plus Extra or Deluxe or something, right? Oh, so okay. Has anyone seen that? Anyway, it's got the little like plus icon, so it allowed me to download it. But whenever I go to launch the motherfucker, it goes, "You don't have access to this product." I'm like, "It's it's already it it already took a part of me just to install <laughs> the thing." Now it won't let me play it. It's so the game that keeps giving. Gotta, Isn't it yeah, just? Uh, can't even let me through the front door. So, yeah, I don't know. Points for trying. Uh, if you do want to watch a little, little bit of Golem, I've got a 45-minute video that will be up on the, the WebTube, web the, the YouTube, um, to check that out. Has it, did anyone watch that? Did you watch it? I think I no. scrubbed through a few minutes and was like, oh, okay. okay. I, I had to fucking play through it. I'm not watching someone else do it, man. No way. <laughs> You can watch me have like no issues, mate. It, it'll be good. No thanks. I did the the twelve opening minutes of Planet of Lana are also on our YouTube channel. Oh. If you're keen on giving that a whirl, I am keen oh. on giving that a whirl. It's better cool, than it's cool. better than Column. I can tell you that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to land. Don't know. Poor Gollum. <laughs> you may have covered this earlier. I'm, I'm sorry, but is this a um like a indie studio or it's like double A? I would say. Okay, yeah. right, yeah. But I, I, I have mean, been around for a long time. Yeah, I reckon they're on the the lower end of double A. Correct, I'd say that. They too. just do more publishing. Their in-house team don't seem to do a great deal. No. Correct. Mm. This is this is kind of a big foray for them. Yeah, scrubbing through their backlog, there's lots and lots about them publishing games. Very little on the development side of things. What's the last game that they they've like done a couple of big games? I know that. Oh yeah, they they published the Deponia series. Nah, like a few other like developed. I mean, sorry. Oh, what have they, they developed? They've done one question. thing. They've, they've done something. I know that's big. Or popular in the map. Come back to me. I'll, I'll have a look. Maybe they haven't. 
State of Mind. I don't, I don't know how I'm a publisher. Huge. I can't is. find. Uh, are I you have. sure they developed something before Gollum? Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Games developed. Okay. Because Steam so doesn't s- point me in really? the right direction at all. Really? I swear they've done other stuff. The they vast majority is just publishing. No, like, yeah, there's heaps of stuff. Go to their Wikipedia. There's fucking heaps of games that have, that have d- developed. Okay. Ed, Edna and Harvey, Half Nights, you know, those big yeah, games. Yeah, okay, so that's alongside Deponia and that with their, like, they used to do a lot of, like, 2D adventure point-and-click games. I swear they did a big game. Maybe I'm just full of shit. Because, yeah, for, forever I've just associated with them with sort of middle-of-the-road point-and-clicks. They did State of Mind, which is... um. That game was pretty bloody average. Maybe what I was thinking about. I wouldn't maybe the game that thinking, a big game. Maybe the game I'm thinking about isn't even one that they did. Maybe it's not even them. Yeah, it look, there's there's nothing in there. I have a look at their catalogue, but there's nothing there that I would consider big boots. They did The Suicide of Rachel Foster, which I really liked. I gave that a nine. That's Published it? Yeah. Yeah, I, believe, yeah, I was about to say published. All right. Let's uh, let's move to Jane. Actually, no. Quick, very, very, very quick question. Question without notice here for everyone, because uh-huh. it's going to be outdated by the time we even get to this. One thing you're hoping to see at the Sony presser. Metal Gear Solid. James. Can't say Bloodborne. Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, his lips curled into a the B, and he saw it. Yeah. Um. I don't really know. I, I haven't put much thought into what Sony are doing at the moment. Um, Metal Gear would be cool, I guess. Some more Death Stranding would be nice to see. Um, would it? Well, actually, no. Well, no, I guess not because I don't want anything spoiled. Not because I don't like the first game like you, you fucking heathen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to be surprised, I guess. Um, I can't I think, think of can anything be. that I want. New <laughs> IPs. Like, how much is really on the horizon? Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima Two would be cool. Um, nah, I reckon it's still too early. Yeah. Mm. They're working mm. on something else anyway. I reckon, oh, we see some, I reckon we see a trailer for a TV property. No. Another trailer for Twisted, Twisted Metal, Metal baby. Yeah. Actually, that was only like a teaser. That. that was nothing. Are we getting a tie-in game? Do we reckon? I hope so. Yeah, let's go. Get around it. This bad boy. Is, is that is that what you're going with? Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. I, that that's not what, what what I think we'll see. Ah. I'm saying I predicted that the. Show oh yes. Yep. Now we have a new game. Uh, Adam, what are you going for? New IPs. That's that's all I want. Big new nice. IPs from from Sony first party studios. Also, infamous VR. Please and thank you. I'm going to give you three very, very quick, quick ones. I want to see something about factions. Holy fuck. Just show us uh, something. You're almost yeah. guaranteed. Do you reckon? Yeah, for sure. Like bouncing off of the popularity of that show that they've got, um, the, that show that they've got, um, <laughs> the, the, the Last of Us <laughs> yeah, show, um, I, I don't oh. think there's any reason why they wouldn't. They're now pivoting to um, what multiplayer service games and whatnot with the, the Bungie acquisition and whatnot. So it, it seems like now would be the time to announce a multiplayer game from the PlayStation lads. I just feel like they're just going to hold it just until, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that I reckon we'll, I'm hoping to see maybe something from Pragmata. Uh, yes. And also the third thing I have forgotten. So shout outs to me for that one. Nice. 
um, I literally had it two, one, no, can't remember. So that's what I'm going to, oh, no, sorry, the new, um, uh, who made Days Gone? Bend, new yep. Bend game. What's that game that uh, was announced from one of the old, um, it was Slitterhead, wasn't it, from uh, one of the old? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Silent, Silent <gasps> Hill dev teams. Why don't yeah, we just yeah, say something yeah. about that? That would be cool. Agreed. Mm. Very much. Do they give a time frame on this thing and how long it's going to go for? Uh, a bit over an hour. Cool. Sorry. Do we know when it kicks Very off cool. in the AU? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Okay. Well, I think I'm not working until uh, 8 o'clock. Good yeah. on you folks that woke up at 6 a.m. to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, James, you're up. News, give it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. News, 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 news. Which Getting into it. Which you, which you, wow. Uh, AEW Fight Forever has finally been given a June release date. Yes! Uh, this is a video game about wrestling. Um, Fuck Adam, yeah, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank God this game is real and coming out. Uh, so it's like an arcade, whereas the WWE 2K games are a bit more like simulator. This one's more arcade WWF no mercy kind of like a pick up and play beat the shit out of your friends do inferno table matches barbed wire death matches kind of you know that sort of shit it's wrestling shouldn't be taken too seriously it's dropping a couple days after the forbidden door 2 pay-per-view um so I think it's it's good timing because everyone will be all razzed up with AEW shit so very, very keen to get my hands on it and be better at it than Zach. Just out of curiosity Bold. here, has anyone, else, anyone played this? Oh. I will want to. I will want Just to me. purely because I've been hungry for a long time for an arcade. Yeah, like, boy. wrestling game. Like the old Ukes kind of shit. Yeah. You're going to uh, chuck a quarter in the Ukes box? That didn't really work. Terrible. That was fucking Ooh, awful. I see, I see where he was stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might pay it. Oh, thanks, pay. I thought it was clever, but... Dog shit. I loved it, but dog shit. <laughs> the delivery was a bit of a wet fart, but... It was, I because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't convinced myself, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> good on you for trying. That's all we ask for here. Indeed. Fuck yeah, wrestling. <laughs> um, we are getting a new Mortal Kombat game. Mortal Kombat 1 has been announced uh, with a very nice cinematic trailer. Um, this game will come with a standard premium and collector's edition, collector's with a K. Um, it seems like they are doing a, I don't know, I was watching the trailer, like enemies and mates now and everyone's kind of hanging out, potential alliances. I don't fucking know. I, I know work. a little bit about Mortal Kombat. Tell me. Mortal what, do, you, do you not know the deep and intricate Mortal Kombat lore that's been going on for 30 fucking years? Come on oh, now. What a fucking mess of a franchise. No, um, so I wanted to talk about the gore in this trailer. How are we all feeling about, you know, this kind of photorealistic gore that we're etching towards in video games? Harden up, I say. That feels like a loaded question and I don't know how to answer no, not it. Not at all. Not at all. I, I'm I'm in two minds about it because I, you know, we've heard reports about developers who are saying that like they're feeling, you know, essentially like PTSD symptoms from having to watch horrific things to kind of like emulate that gore correctly. And I think that like that's a, a really solid workers issue to bring up and like any studio that's demanding that of people is, is just fucked. 
at the same time though, I think this idea of like, oh, video games are getting too violent. Like, I just don't want to see that. It's like, that's fine. But that's not an, a reason to not let a franchise like Mortal Kombat do what it does. Like I watched the gore in this trailer and it looks like a joke to me. Like it's goofy. It's over the top. I don't know how you possibly take it seriously. Like, yes, it is visceral, quote unquote, um, but it's Mortal Kombat. Like it's it's kind of it's on the, the ticket, you know. I think Mortal Kombat since, I want to say like MK9, just Mortal Kombat, it was the title. I think they jumped the shark like around then. And I, I don't mean that mm. in a negative way. I mean that as in they went so far with the gore that like you said, it became more of like. It's hu- comically overdone. Yeah, it's yeah. like humorously entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think the the like the worker side of it, I honestly hadn't thought and I, I really appreciate I appreciate that take and I'll think about that a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, But (laughs) yeah, from the other standpoint, I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, especially in that trailer, it cuts from like you were saying, everyone, you know, singing Kumbaya to people just getting absolutely fucking eviscerated. Um, I think the trailer looks great and I'm very keen for the game, but yeah, there's definitely a conversation to be had there for sure. Hmm. Uh, I actually yeah. just watched it because I hadn't hadn't watched it. Oh, okay. Um, looks like a video game. Like <laughs> I think it's. Yeah, you'd be right, mate. Yeah. The final well, fatality just, is is like, so kind good. of like what kind <laughs> of like what James is saying, and like what Adam said. It's so, you know, it's a bit goofy, and they've lent lent so far into it that you kind of just expect it a bit. So mm. it doesn't feel mm. like. Yep. I'm not sh- shocked by it, kind of thing. Yeah, I get you. I like. I expect this game to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. Totally. Um, the what is it? An Italian um, Amazon Italy has effectively leaked the first round of DLC characters that are coming to Mortal Kombat One as well. So I don't know. Tune out for the next thirty seconds if you care about that. Question though, Quine, before you yeah. sorry, before before you do go into that, do we know? I'm going to probably assume the answer is no, but do we know the characters that are in the game now? No, 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 no. We haven't got so. a we haven't got a, okay. a roster just yet. No. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't think the names really mean much to anybody here, but like Peacemaker's on the list of playable fighters and Homelander as well. So that's obviously Homelander. a pretty that means a lot. And Omni <laughs> yeah, those from ones... Invincible. Let's fucking yeah, go. That, that was a cut I didn't expect. To Hell see. The other yeah. Two, sure. That one, no. That's sick. The other, like, big ticket item from that is that Johnny Cage is listed as a cameo fighter, which is Mm. more or less like an assist. Um, If you played MK11, not MK11, Injustice 2, where, like, characters can jump in and do a, a move or two and then fuck off out of the frame. So either cameo fighters can be playable as well, or maybe Johnny Cage is just relegated to being a side character in this game, which will be interesting interesting in which case what kind of side character roster are they sporting exactly that's a thing yeah uh, does anyone yeah. care about johnny cage though fucking absolutely cage? cassie cage oh, is a no. is a far more <laughs> it like kick-ass character his daughter she's fucking excellent um but yeah everyone loves johnny don't be that guy all right ra- ra- around the table quickly who's your fighter who's your first pick from mortal kombat kenji any like I'm- any character um any game sorry Fighter of any game. Oh, no, like from Mortal Kombat Kombat specifically. I don't play Mortal Kombat. I don't make one up, Scorpion. There you go. 
Um, <laughs> Adam, you can help me out with this. I think it was one well, of the more recent ones. I was there say was like a dude Terminator that had like or some shit. Green magic, and he could like warp across the screen. Oh, the the Reptile? Native American. Yeah, oh, I think so. Uh, Nightwolf, is it? That'd be Nightwolf, or Ermac would be the one that if he's like. I think it was. I think it was Ermac. Yeah, be Ermac. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I play as Ermac when I play. Ermac's awesome. Kenshi's my man. He's a he's a blind guy that uses telekinesis and a katana. He's fucking badass. Nice. Um, Hot. Can Adam guess mine? Uh, meat. He's just a skinless man. No. It's right up your alley. No. Rain. Oh, rain's a beast. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's good. But if we're talking OGs, probably Scorpion. Probably Scorpion. Probably yeah, OG. look, Scorpion's fair. Yeah. He's a good boy. Uh, Another quick roundtable question. Did we watch the movie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, what did we think? Entertaining. Yeah. Good. It's fine for what it is. Yeah, fine is yeah. about right. Yeah, um, I'd, actually, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was goofy, but it was fun. But I haven't watched it since, so it's about... Mm. Agreed. Good stuff. Um, Running in the opposite direction here. The Humble Games Showcase happened uh, last week, uh, late last week. This is the same publisher that brought us things like Signalis, which we obviously are big fans of on the show here, and also Ghost Song, which we also reviewed. Um, So (laughs) there's... Uh, there's a few games that sort of came out of this. Uh, you can check out the full list on the website at the moment. I do want to highlight uh, Lost Skies is a really cool looking up to six player co-op action game where you design like an airship of your own and then run around with hook shots and do cool things in a fantasy setting. It looks really great. It's very early on though. Uh, this is an independent team who are doing their absolute best to um, make something quite ambitious, it looks like. So that looks really good. Um, there's some other good stuff in here as well about the, um, the Black Game Development Fund is a really good initiative that Humble are working on. There's They seem like a good bunch over there. Um, and yeah, you should check out that lineup. Is there anything in there that piqued anyone else's interest lost skies oh. was my takeaway absolutely no, i think it looks very cool wizard of legend 2 didn't mind the first one oh, yeah. oh, there was something that i read it wasn't stray gods what the fuck was it oh blood maybe yeah. oh hashtag yeah. blood yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, could, I could see yeah um, zach enjoying that yeah just i just like that little that saturday morning cartoon style yeah. and, and even um breeze in the clouds little raccoon one that was pretty cool like corgi yeah that that was probably my second Mm. that looks like something i'd enjoy yeah uh, speaking of things that look like something I would enjoy, <laughs> Lords of the Fallen has been given a uh, gameplay trailer uh, and a release date what Lords of the Fallen yeah yeah Nathan. it looks good looks like they're um yes studied from the the good word of the dark souls Exactly. Yes. This is uh dark souls at, well, we have dark souls at home basically. Um, <laughs> but you know, like co-op off brand, um, dark off brand dark souls. Exactly. But it seems really cool. Like, I think the trailer is incredibly heavy handed with its rock music. Um, but I, I laughed I had a good that. time. Iden Maiden, you know, who doesn't love that? That Fuck company yeah. loves that doing that shit. Oh, they do. Is this like a thing for them? Uh, the last few trailers they've had like, yeah, like musical songs. The last Lords uh, of the Fallen trailer like had, songs. yeah, like a another cracker. They, yeah. they, they love it, mate. Was it Black Sabbath though? Was it Iron Maiden? This one was Iron Maiden. I don't know what the last one yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, like the last one. I feel like the last one might mm. be Black I Sabbath. I think you might Maybe be right. No, nah, I think you're right. But um, visually, it looks like insane. Yeah, yeah it does. 
the design and aesthetics of the world and characters has me intrigued. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. Definitely agreed. That big, um, that big like dog with all the teeth. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how awful. to describe it, but yeah, <laughs> really, really distressing. Very this distressing. Is the, the first game from the new studio. Oh, even though it's the same studio, but it's like another arm. They're like, oh, okay. They've right, got like okay. an A and B team now, kind of thing. Or, well, so they, um, yeah, they kind of split the publishing and the develop because this is CI Games, right? And they mm. used to just develop everything under that label, but then they actually they opened up another development, which was this one. They opened them up, and then they actually relabeled their in-house dev team um, to Underdog Games, who make the Sniper games. Um, oh. so, but yeah, so Yummy. this is the. F- yeah, so this is the first game from Hexworks or whatever it is. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, this Very game's good. been in fucking works for ages, though. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it looks like it's coming together. Um, I'm very excited to play it. I, I love me a, a Diet Souls experience. So, um, you know, happy to slap a seven on that and call it a day. We'll see how we go. You <laughs> played the first one, yeah? I think we've had this conversation before. Uh, no, I don't think I did. Ah. Oh. Maybe we didn't have this, have this conversation. Yeah. I thought that was more in like the Darksiders vein than the Dark Souls vein. No? Absolutely Dark okay. Souls, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Even your boy okay. finished it, mate. Ah. Hey. It's about as Dark Souls as I've ever gone. True. It's, uh, it's his most played Xbox game. It ah. was. Because I fucking couldn't have beat the first <laughs> enemy for ages. Like. So you just 60 hours in. <laughs> On that. Like twenty, <laughs> it's like twenty-five minutes or something, just trying to beat the first enemy of the game. Damn! Oh, not the like first bomb. boss, like the first enemy. <laughs> yep, because I don't, mate, I, I don't block. Like this is the thing. Like in all games, I just fighting games. You want to get in there? Yeah. Action games, I don't block, man. I'm, you know, I'm a just go for it, bro. You know You're what you would love? What's that? Bloodborne. <laughs> no blocking. Fuck. You just get in there. God damn it! This is I did, true. This I have is played true. Bloodborne. Yeah, that I did buy it. And a board oh, okay. for me. I yeah. was I was hooked by the Lovecraftian fucking mm, of course. Yeah. Spiel. Yeah. And then got absolutely my ass handed to me. And I was like, no, this game's too hard. So she returned it saying it was that she bought the wrong game or something like, <laughs> like that. The, the Lovecraftian stuff is genuinely quite unsettling. But it is. It's very good. It, it's a little bit slow burn. Mm. Look, if there's a remaster, I will play it for you. Oof. That, that's my pledge to you, Catcher. Gotcha. Uh, so while James is off doing something, what do we think about the PlayStation's accessibility kit is called the access controller. James, you are back. Take it away. Access controller. I am. PlayStation. Access controller project. Leonardo has officially now been named as the access controller. We have a look at its, uh, UI and also just its general setup, I guess. Uh, lots of buttons, good stuff reading the news story as i sit back down doing great um <laughs> looks cool oh, i'm i'm all for i genuinely i'm all for accessibility stuff this is a fantastic step for playstation to have made and xbox has been sort of lapping them on this front uh so it's, it's good to see them getting out there and getting it done i still find i would love to have um actual takes and opinions on the layout of this controller from people in that community though because like i look at this thing and i don't quite understand how um, it would function. And so like, it'd be very interesting to see some informed opinions on this. You can find that over on the PlayStation blog. They've done, oh. yeah, they've done a video going through like the, the thoughts and opinions of people that they've um, consulted, I suppose. 
Got um, it. Yep. But yeah, I don't want to th- be that guy. Oh. But then don't. <laughs> do we? And this is just a general take, not a, just a accessibility controller take. How do we feel about reading opinions and takes on the PlayStation blog? Oh, oh, I haven't done that for a very long time. I mean, I mean, this is a little different. But do you remember when they dropped, like, they used to do previews and stuff and, like, they would drop previews. Oh, no, 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 no. So it's kind of like, you know, you're kind of like, hey, this is, you can hear what people have to say about this new controller on the PlayStation blog. It's the equivalent of, like, JB's um, fucking, what are the, what's the, I can't remember what it's called. Stack, yeah. I mean, they, you know, they have nothing really to do with JB, though, as in the people who, who write for it. But why would you take the opinion of someone who's ostensibly trying to sell you shit? Like, regardless of how connected they are, at the end of the day, they want you to buy the fucking product, don't they? Mm. So, um, it, but but yeah, so I just think like, mate, let's wait till we see some actual. And the, I'm not I'm not discrediting the other people, but I just find. Yeah, this is maybe a little bit different, I suppose. But, um, but mm. yeah, it's good to see PlayStation's been doing exceptional work in accessibility within games, like software wise. Um, so I think it's really good to see that they're making some strides in the hardware front as well. Quick little sidebar, James, do you ever take a look at, or anyone, do you take a look, look at the accessibility options in Redfall? No. Or do we know no, about just to, if there were there any, any or many? Yeah, how do we feel about that? Just as because well, quick... I I'm pretty sure that I, I saw somewhere that like the um a lot of the settings in Redfall were like the default engine settings. They weren't actual tweaked settings. Yeah. Um, so I, I just wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't much going on in that game on that front either. Which is such a shame. Like, and I get why, and we'll say you will use fucking Lord of the Rings Gollum as example, but like I can get why <laughs> they kind of don't have many. Not that I agree with it, but there, you know, there. It's a budget game, like, and we've actually asked this question before. Or I have two indie devs and you know smaller devs, and they just like it, just can't afford it, basically. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, I've definitely heard those conversations. It's, it's um, just something they it becomes a budget for someone like constraint. Xbox that can fucking write checks for eighty billion dollars to buy mm. Activision or whatever it was again. Um, you'd think they'd be doing better on this front. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get lost in the weeds in this conversation because I feel like we're at the part of the podcast where potentially people are starting to meld our voices together. Are there any or many accessibility options in Tears of the Kingdom? That's a great question. Because I, think is. I, think, I feel I like if, if there's, there. yeah, if there's a company that needs to pull their finger out with accessibility, it is 100% Nintendo. And I think Mm -hmm. they, for some reason, they escape this conversation every time. And I think particularly being that their audience maybe is a bit younger as well, it baffles me that they aren't bigger into that space. So, yeah, it's, yeah, food for thought. Very interesting. Yeah, there aren't many options in the game, apparently. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Nintendo does tend to coast by these things. Yeah. Like every fucking thing. Also. Also, Japanese games in general. You know, I've played enough RPGs mm. from the region to know it's it's a non-existent thing. They're yeah, yet did, to catch on. They got their fingers in a lot of pies globally now. RE4. Though. Did they have anything much in that Capcom? Probably not. I. Eh? Not from memory. 
Um, but you know, you contrast that with like, I saw a TikTok of somebody, um, like a blind person playing the last of us part two and like just how, how exceptional a, yeah. as a concept that is. Um, and so, yeah, there's obviously a lot yeah. of yeah. room to, to grow. Um, but no, they're yeah. doing PlayStation. are doing some, some great stuff. Yeah, they are. It's yeah. awesome. Good, good awesome to see. Leading by example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends, the board game has launched on Kickstarter and you'll need a sublime bin to house all of the content. That was a headline. Adam, again, why don't you take this one away? Because I feel like you're much more versed on board game stuff than oh, I am. Oh, I just backed this game. No, oh, I did. Adam. I you, did. You and like 200 <laughs> other people. Uh, so it's like a, it's a card based skirmisher with miniature movement to tell you sure. exactly what the game is. Um, and it's got a modular board. You can kind of, cause it's, it's emulating, uh, a, whatever they're called a battle Royale. So it's similar to, um, whatever that board game is that I reviewed Re- reload. Was it reload. Um, yeah, a, a card base, another card based skirmish. You should go read my review. Um, it's very overproduced. Nathan and I were talking about this earlier in the week. There's like a million different miniatures. There's, like modular, like buildings that you can erect. There's all of the character bases have their own. Yeah. Like there's, there's just a lot going on. And I always worry when seeing that, that maybe the production is trying to hide a game that's not so mechanically sound, but there are some, there are some big people in the the board game scene that are recommending this, like play on table and the dice tower. Like they're, they're not, small content creators in this space. So I'm, I'm hoping it might be good, but it certainly looks cool. Whether it plays well is going to be another question, but I'll let you know, cause I'm going to stupidly you know, <laughs> drop content. Well, yeah, you and 2,672 others for reference, this thing was looking for uh, 365,000 Australian dollars. It has raised 720,000. So yeah. well, at- for a bit of context, this is going to burst a bubble, and Adam Adam knows this. But for a, I mean, this still has over two weeks to go. But most of the time, when a video game board game tie-in clocks less than a million dollars, there are concerns. Yeah, really. And at the moment, yeah, yeah, video game tie-ins always sell past a million, and they always promise the world. This game's already promising the world, and it's. It, the numbers look low for what I'd expect based on, you know, just having an eye in this world. But it's also a game where if you read the Kickstarter page, you see a lot and that can be exciting for the imagination, but this thing's going to be a motherfucker to set up and put away. And um, that that's all, that's already a bit worrying. So, yeah, I don't know. Hope for the best. Hmm. Hmm. But there definitely isn't the crowd behind it that I'd expect to see of a property tie-in like this. Hmm, Yeah. We shall see. They did the Dying Light board game. This this team. <laughs> they also did Frostpunk. Oh. So, oh, how oh, was Frostpunk was one? overproduced as shit. Yep. Ah, yeah, yeah. They it's a they didn't thing. abstract any of that game, so they copied all of the back end of that game, which is a pretty dense, heavy a simulation yeah. of, of a city builder, and reproduced that in a onslaught of tokens, cards physical miniatures apparently it needs like two dining tables to set up yeah it's a lot damn and a a good like week's worth to go through the manual it's it's too much it's gross well speaking of too much uh nicholas cage is in dead by daylight now for some reason um so this is the yeah okay yes someone's got to do it um this is the game that has seen 
Nick yeah. Cage impersonation? Why, why are we assuming that I do impersonations? When did, when did I start doing impersonations? James. Oh. James. Oh, oh, James. Yeah, go, James. Dead James, dance. Can you read the Famous next... impersonator. Read the, read the headline as Nick Cage. Um, Staccato. <laughs> Talk like this. No, I just realised I was going to do Richard Nixon. That's a bit racist, man. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know where I was going with it. No, we're not going to do that, Zach. We're Come not going to do that. Why don't you do it? Yes. Come I can't do it, mate. I can't, even, I can't, I can't even talk my own voice. <laughs> um... Nicholas Cage. No, um, yeah, look, this game has obviously seen a fair few uh, iconic (laughs) villains, I guess, show up to be the killers in the game. So Wesker, Michael Myers, Pyramid Head, Nicholas Cage, of course. Um, It's, you know, sure. Why not? Exactly. Why not? It's fucking weird, but I love that they don't say whether he's a survivor or a killer. Like they're going to say that within the next couple of days when they, I think it's like June 2nd or whatever, but I just love that. Like you would assume a human character like him, I don't know, it'll be a survivor, but because it's Nick Cage, you just can't be sure. Exactly. Exactly right. Uh, We already kind of touched on the PlayStation showcase earlier. Um, You know, is what it is. Excited to see it. We'll see how we go. And finally, Ark Raiders has changed from a co-op PVE game to a PVP PVE Survival extraction shooter. Fuck me. Tarkov. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Tarkov. Um, Zach, you, so, you've thrown this up. What's, yeah, so what's got this your game, go? This game looked pretty cool when it came out. Like, I'm a very, I do like my PVEs, uh, co op games. I'm not a PvP kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy. Uh, but um, so, and I didn't even know it had been delayed from 2022 to 2023. I mean, maybe I did, but I didn't realize it. But, um, because I thought that was news too, but apparently not. But uh, yeah, so Alex- Alexander Grondel, uh, the executive producer, has gone to Medium to share the update uh, that there will be a closed beta test uh, in, this, in the summer, so I assume in our winter, and it's open now on Steam. So if you're keen to check it out, you can go sign up for that. Uh, and he goes, uh, when Embark delayed Arc Raiders, it said that the, it's... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading from the IGN article. Uh, when Embark delayed Arc Raiders, it said the delay would not only allow them to let the game reach its fullest potential, but also that it would allow the team to add a new PvP mode to it before launch. As it turns out, the team had so much fun implementing this new mode that the game underwent a fundamental change that would shift the genre of Arc Raiders to a whole new one. Um, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That's a, I don't know how to take that. It's pretty significant, doesn't it? Mm. But it uh, seems like they're playing it down. Yeah, so it says here, um, Arc Raiders drops players into a lethal but stunningly beautiful future Earth course with hair-raising moments of uh, survival and suspense, human versus machine, human versus human, together or alone, and you versus the sometimes conflicting nature of your own humanity. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Grundle then shared an excerpt from Arc Raiders lore and it gives a bit more context on how the game will play and what the shift from PvE to PvPVE survival extraction shooter means. Uh, people have fled to the underground colony of Speranza, seeking supplies to survive and shelter from the machines. Uh, demand for resources is at an all-time high, but getting these resources is a risky job and isn't for everyone, but it is a job for you. That's why we've enlisted you as a raider, scavenging for vital supplies that are scattered across the landscape, everything from the leftovers from yesterday's running with Ark uh, to the unlikely remains of a pinball machine. Out there, the stakes are high. Uh, 
words. Um, yeah. I care a whole lot less cool. about this game all of a sudden. Mm. I don't know. I want to see gameplay first. Let, let me let yeah. me see gameplay. But it is a free to play game though. I'm pretty sure. So remember that. Like it is a free to play. So and it's got huh. um it's the studio is um I'm pretty sure it's um Patrick Soderland or the guy who was at Dice. Uh, yeah, EA, sorry, well. EA. So I'm sure it's going to have plenty of microtransactions. Um, Meh. Plus, it's free to play. All right, news. Good job. Well done. Smashed it. No, you didn't. No, I don't think that was a good job at all. <laughs> but thank <laughs> you for saying so. I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, regardless. You you did well. You did well. The nice film of the week. 90s Film of the Week. This one comes from Mr. Buddy Watson, who hey. says 90s Film of the Week is Copycat, so which is starring Sigourney Weaver, Holly Hunter, Harry Connick Jr., DeMont Mulroney, William McInara, John Rothman, Will Patton. Uh, I've closed the website, goddammit. Um, it is a 1995 American psychological thriller directed by John Emile. Um, Helen and... Agoraphobic psychologist leads a reclusive life after getting attacked by a psychopath. However, she later teams up with two detectives to hunt down a dangerous serial killer. It is It's the plot on, of Scream 2. It is on Disney <laughs> Disney Plus. Uh, or, or you can pay <laughs> Apple TV, Google, or YouTube 14 bucks to watch it. 75% Damn. on Rotten Tomatoes. Buddy on that JV money, he doesn't care. Cross, <laughs> cross <laughs> plebs. <laughs> Mate, he's probably got the Blu-ray and the fucking DVD and the 4K Blu-ray. All right, Mr. Disc Wallet, mm. come on now. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to wear that to PAX this year. Wear, sorry, wear your Disc Wallet. <laughs> like a fucking necklace, mate. <laughs> yeah, boy. I'm not wearing a well-played shirt this year. I'm going to give out DVDs to everyone. Just going to fling them out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, who has watched movies? I have. Uh, so I, speaking of Nick Cage, I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, or whatever it's called. Ah, nice. yes, yes, of course. Really, really liked it. Bit of fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is good, good film. It was very different to what I thought it was. Um, I kind of thought it was a bit more serious. And then obviously I read, <laughs> I, I, and then I read, well, I thought it was about him, like, like, like that's I know brilliant. That he, I'm pleased. Their marketing team obviously succeeded. Well, I didn't really know anything about it other than it was starring him and it was about him. So I thought it was about him, like, yeah. Oh, um, of course. Um, and then obviously I read the blurb and watched the trailer and I was like, okay, all right, I fucked up. But um, it was still. Oh, I'd hoped you'd gone into it with the mindset nah, 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 of nah. someone that thought it was like a nah, biopic. Nah, oh, no, that's I had, less fun. I had figured that out. Um, a couple of days before I watched it, so I very good though for that reaction. Very, mm-hmm. very, very good film. Very good film. Do you love me? It's a, it's kind of a nineties action film though, isn't it? A little bit, yeah, yeah. It's one of those dumb action films, but still very good. Nick Cage hmm. is good. He's a good man. Good, yeah. Big, big fan of the podcast. I yes. would actually believe that. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Oh, I should start a new podcast, Cagecast. Well, he's actually going to be starring in it as Australian uh, in in a film where where he's a surfer. No, it's it's a surfing film. 
or something like that with Nick Cage. Have you heard about this? Oh, no. Mate. I didn't realise I wanted to see Nick Cage on a surfboard so bad. <laughs> yeah, let me just... Let me just Google this. Okay, this is from the ever-reliable um, site Beach Grit. Uh, Nicholas Cage <laughs> set to star in Revenge Porn film. <laughs> this is, I'm serious. <laughs> I swear this, this is real. this is a that, legit. That, that, that fell off. Porn film about revenge or a like a thriller I'm go, revenge. I'm going to go to an actual different website. It's called this uh, one. You might have heard of the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, hey. Nicholas Cage to hit Fucking the beach rag. in psychological thriller The Surfer uh, from director Lorcan Finnegan. The feature will see Cage play a man who returns to his hometown in Australia. So get for, get get excited about that accent, and takes a long <laughs> takes on a local gang of surfers. We're known for our gang of gangs of surfers. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he okay. So in the oh, in the surfer, when a when a man <laughs> returns to his beachside hometown in Australia, many years after since building a life for himself in the US, he is humiliated in front of a in front of his teenage boy by a local gang of surfers who claim strict ownership over the secluded beach of his childhood. Wounded, the surfer decides to remain at the beach to claim war against those in control of the bay. But as the conflict escalates, the stakes spin wildly out of control. I, I hope this is set in Cronulla. the surfer to the edge of, <laughs> edge of his sanity. Wow. Boy, what the fuck you think you're doing, Gronk? This is the 4041. South Beach dog. Get the fuck <laughs> off. I got What? <laughs> What size teens you wearing, mate? If someone can pull off a Nick Cage Australian accent for me right now. Hang on. Is this not just Gran Torino, but in Australia? <laughs> so maybe maybe they've given him a way out. Get off. Granola? Get off my sand. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Nicky no, Cage. I think he sounds rad. I'm, I'm in. I'm fucking down as well. Yeah, well played movie night. Let's go. James oh, going to do the review. Can we do Let's premiere. Let's see him on the carpet. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you a ticket. You can hang out with Nick Cage. Tell him yeah. your favourite. Big, favorite boy, film big is promise. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I also have watched. I started watching Beef, uh, which I yes. I do quite like. Two episodes in. It doesn't take much to get going. It gets nah. going pretty quick. Yeah, it's fucking quick and it's intense. Um, feels. I'm keen to start it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I will be keen to see some positive reception around it. I, I thought it was one of the best things I've seen in a very long time. And uh, from no, no dark though. From is kind of luring me in a little bit. I'm intrigued still. But also I'll, no dark. No, very much so. No dark. Come on, Evan. I'm not watching dark. I'm not doing oh, it. I don't until you do. It's so good. Why? It's the fucking what you, Titanic sci-fi bullshit. Put me no, off. no, not the no, one on the boat. The dark finished. Nah, fuck it. What? Nah, what? Done. What's the fucking nineteen? No, I know what it is. I know what it is. I'm fully aware. That was a piece of shit. No, no, it wasn't. But <laughs> once I saw Dark, I yeah, it was hard to yeah. Yeah. So I feel you. What if mm. I said it's Star Wars but German? You come on. <laughs> I've not seen it. No, no, that's a lie. <laughs> Star Wars bitch. <laughs> I ain't going to comment. <laughs> oh, good. All right, cool. Um, anybody else seen anything? 
watched no, a no. couple of episodes of Black Clover, the anime. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone else oh, is. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I I wanted something mindless to watch before bed. Um, I mean, you've you've got a good selection if you're going to go anime. Well, yeah, go on. yes, but like specifically, I wanted like a shonen. You know, I, w- I wanted something pretty pretty light. Oh, James, I guess. have you heard about Demon Slayer? Fuck, I cannot. I just, I refuse to engage. Um, but no, look, I'm, I'm enjoying it. it. It seems okay. Like very anime with Western style fantasy elements, like wizards and grimoires and shit like that. So, you know, um, I'll, I'll check back in, I guess, after I finish the first season. But so far it's, it's an anime that you watch before bed, you know? Are you going to play the video game? There's a video oh, game? there is. This, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, well, maybe I will. We'll, it, we'll see it's how not, this goes. It's not really a... Ah, that's more of a... Mm. Oh. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll add it to the jorts. I need to swap something out for Code Veronica, so... Oh, Not jorts, uh, yeah, pledges, yeah. Nice. It hurts me. Yeah, I need to... Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, And Succession, uh, second to last episode was this week, <laughs> and it was a fucking a cracker. Um, Just an incredible show. Like, I'm really glad they're, they're choosing to go out on as high as they're going out. More, yeah. more shows should do that. Yeah, the the payoff has been very satisfying in terms mm-hmm. of. I'm glad they made some choices earlier in the season that they did. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna it is gonna end on a high note. It seems it's, uh, it's it doesn't miss. No, but it is still kind of a little bit highbrow. I feel like it's mm. I don't know. Like it's everyone's in suits. It's all about you know this this wealthy subset of people. Like it's it's not a. Re- it, it's not relatable on some level to me. No. So I have to enjoy it as a piece of art. Yeah. Well, I've liked that most recent episode and the episode three when, when shit went down. Um, I think it's one of the few times that it did feel slightly relatable because like it was more of like a human experience that they were going through. Indeed. Um, but and yeah, for the most part. Fail to tackle that. Exactly. Yeah. Seeing them fall apart the way they did. But like, I do think you're right. For the most part, it is, it's performance. It's, you know, it's, it's a heightened Shakespearean yada yada, you know, like they're not mm. people, people. They're, characters yeah yeah so in that context i enjoy it greatly mm-hmm. i'm laughing what so about much. you adam or nathan what are- <laughs> i've been watching a canadian comedy called letterkenny they're like 20 minute episodes it's like some skits stitched together with a bit of overarching story and it's a shitload of fun. You can barely understand what they're saying at various <laughs> points in each episode, but I'd recommend it to everyone and their dog show is funny as fuck, but that's about it. Does anyone here like, um, enjoy Arnie Donner? Yes. I've never seen it. Oh, of course. Oh, fucking interesting. Adam of course I do, mate. I I went to see them. I don't think it's. I went to see them when I when they were in Hobart, and oh, their live show kid. is a blast. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> but um, have you ever have you like seen their they're, they're doing a, a game show on the Grouse House YouTube channel at the moment called the most upsetting game show in the world, mm-hmm. and it is very it's a very unsettling but funny. 30 minutes every few days. I think it's every few days. I don't feel like it's weekly. Have you seen it? I've seen bits of it. And yeah, I agree with, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's a good time. It's, it's, it's like the shittest version of whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Just the absolute, like they're deliberately trying to make the most convoluted, 
upsetting, embarrassing version of that as they can whilst constantly referencing it. Uh, it's terrifically absurd. Yep. It's a good time. Does Has anyone else watched... Oh, actually, James is going to fucking love this. It's going to fall right into James's lap. This is... Has Go anyone on. else watched the YouTube channel Stevie Emerson? No. Ooh, used to be called maybe. Slappers. Okay. Uh, That's your old nickname. Don't worry about that name, but... Um, <laughs> When James watches this, he's just going to go, yeah, it makes sense. Um, you're going to Tom Brocco him. You're going to risk him. Oh, mate. What have you done? I find them quite – I find them very – they're very funny. Um, Slappers. These, th- these thumbnails. <laughs> I love you, Zach. Like this one um, – I'll send you one that you should watch because it's just – This is how Don Brocco started – <laughs> Absolutely, but then we can you can come over for Don Brocco too, and we'll just watch. <laughs> I would, I would be there tomorrow for Don. That Brocco is a too. sentence. No, they actually, yeah, nah, but um, slappers and chill. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, are we wrapping it up? Oh yeah, the slapping and chill. Yeah, that should be the Please. fucking name of the potty. <laughs> are we wrapping uh, it up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. You can check out the content on www.well-played.com.au. Go to the YouTube, give us a subscribe because we need it. I need that thousand subs, man. Fuck. Uh, and there's like gameplay for Golem, like 45 minutes. And what more could you ask for, honestly? Think, yes, just watch it. You'll... Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll go and buy the game and you can thank me in the comments. If not, cool. Enjoy your weekend and uh, I'll see you all next week. Oh, it's going to be a cracker. Mm. I can't wait. Hopefully uh, Adam's oh, dad yeah. come comes through with some goods for you on uh, Thursday. Yeah, my dad works for Sony and I know all the announcements. It's really good. You should tune in. It's fucking already been. We released this on a Friday. What am I doing? Bye. Bye. <laughs>